what is up everyone thank you all so much for tuning in to another edition of the sports nugget i'm your host jason for those of you who don't know um i'm just going to kind of give you all a little rundown of for those of you who haven't seen it already of the college football uh, playoff rankings the first rankings were released last night on espn for those of you who didn't see it and uh, you know i'm just going to kind of give you all my take on you know how i feel about the rankings and how i feel the committee did with ranking each team and you know kind of how i feel that it could play out so let's get right into it guys so for those of you who aren't really exactly sure how they all went down um basically what the committee did was they sat down and they say okay we have to make a ranking a top 25 ranking of the best ten, the four excuse me correction the 25 best teams that we feel are in the nation in college football so they spend they spend hours at a time a, a, a group of people sit, spend hours at a time sitting down and talking and ranking teams in the top 25 in college football that they feel um are are the top caliber or the top tier or the best four teams um to compete for a national championship so for those of you who aren't aware of how the rankings went down let me just pull it up for you right fast so the top four teams in the college football playoff for the very first rankings are number one ohio state number two lsu number three alabama and number four penn state now i know some of you are probably surprised well hey why is why is clemson not uh, why is clemson not in the top four they're undefeated um you know i i'm not exactly sure if you know the committee looked at clemson and said well they they barely beat a north carolina team on the road by one point um, I, I don't know if that was the reason why they they're not in the top four. I'm not sure exactly. Um, I don't know if strength of schedule is a big reason why Clemson has the number 42 strength of schedule in the nation um, in all Division One college football. So I'm not exactly sure if that's why. But you know, let's not forget. You know, Clemson is is still a dominant team. You know, Trevor Lawrence didn't start out playing dominant like he like he did. Last year when he took over um, for Kelly Bryant, you know he 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 kind of struggled at the beginning of the year, you know, and, and he hasn't he hasn't played the same that you know he played the net the the past year. But you know it, it's Clemson, it's Dabo Sweeney, it's Brent Venables. You know they're they'll get it figured out. They're still they're still in control of their own destiny, you know. And, and in my opinion, they're still a top four caliber team in the nation. Um, you know, and, and and do I think that Clemson is the best team in the nation? No, absolutely not. I think that, that the committee is right. I think Ohio State uh, has a very, very strong case of being the, the best team in the nation. They definitely, to me, have looked the most dominant and the most complete and the most scary team in the nation, um, both offensively and defensively. So I, I definitely think that their number one choice was uh, correct. Um, you know, Ohio State 
Uh, they they currently have the number three ranked strength of schedule in the nation, which is the highest of the the top four in the playoff. Uh, so you know they they play good good caliber and good good teams. You know, and, and they've dominated those teams on both sides of the football in all three phases. So, um, but one thing that you one thing to keep in mind though is Ohio State still has Penn State to play, but good news is for Ohio State fans is they play them at home so they play them in the horseshoe uh, which you know Ohio State is scary good at home Um, you know and and Justin Fields is a scary good quarterback Chase Young is a scary good defensive player arguably going to be probably top five draft pick Um, so they're they're a scary team you know Ryan Day is an offensive mastermind so they're definitely a force to be reckoned with um, so, <clears throat> one, the number two team, which is the LSU Tigers. Uh, LSU, uh, they're eight and zero as well as Ohio State, which is also eight and zero. LSU comes in with the number eight ranked strength of schedule in the nation, um, which is second highest among the top four teams in the college football playoff. So, but. One of the things to remember is, you know, LSU plays Alabama this year. Uh, they play them actually this Saturday at 3.30 on CBS, but they play Alabama at Alabama. So, you know, I, I don't think that – I don't know how that's going to kind of play out, you know, for the rankings necessarily. I definitely think the LSU is good enough offensively and defensively to go in and beat Alabama – uh, and I think that there will be no question that you definitely have to consider Joe Burrow uh, a Heisman favorite if he can go into Alabama with the numbers he's been putting up and beat Alabama uh, in Tuscaloosa, and he can you know win a win an SEC championship. I definitely think that he's in the in the discussion for the Heisman, and I wouldn't be surprised if he was a front runner. Um, so you know L- LSU has been. You know, uh, a scary team all year, you know, and they were impressive to me even last year. You know, um, Ed Orgeron, he's a coach that jumped around from place to place. Um, and, you know, he, when Les Miles was, was let go, you know, he filled in as the interim role and they ended up doing well and successful that they signed him to a to be the head coach and and I've never seen a man in my lifetime with as much passion for his team as I have Ed Orgeron that man lives and breathes and dies LSU Tiger football Uh, and and I'm gonna be honest with you I I like it I enjoy it I really do so the number the number three team on the college football playoff rankings is yep Alabama Alabama comes in, you know, undefeated, eight and zero. They have the number seventeenth strength of schedule in the nation. Uh, you know, they they proved, you know, that they don't need Tua to go in and to win a game. You know, their their backup quarterback did a did a very good job. Um, you know, so Alabama, a lot of people have kind of overlooked because of the surprising numbers that Ohio State and LSU have both put up together. Uh, but you know, don't don't count Alabama out of it. You know, Nick Saban is arguably one of the the greatest college football coaches of all time. 
Um, you know, so and, and he'll have his team ready. So, you know, I, I definitely believe that Alabama is not out of contention for a national title at all. I still think they're a force to be reckoned with, and I think they'll be a force to be reckoned with for a very long time. The number four team coming in uh, honestly kind of surprised me, uh, which is Penn State. Um, and Penn State comes in as the number seven strength of schedule nationally. Penn State, I, wa- I watched them play on a national stage. I watched them play in their whiteout game, and they were impressive. They really were. They were very, very impressive. I was, I was surprised, uh, you know. I and and I think that this is definitely, definitely a top five, top six team in the country. You know, they <clears throat> they have a lot of weapons on the offensive side of the football and the defensive side of the football. They're, they're a special group of guys. James Franklin is an excellent head coach, uh, you know, coming over from Vanderbilt. He's kind of, you know, solidified um, and is building a dynasty at Penn State. Um, now, I don't know. I don't I don't think that they're ahead of Ohio State in, in the Big Ten by any means, but they are definitely right there neck and neck with them. Uh, so, like, as I said earlier, Penn State has to go to Ohio State to play, which could be very, very crucial in, uh, you know, how these final rankings play out. Penn State also has to play Minnesota. Uh, so, and Minnesota is an undefeated ranked team in the in the Big Ten. So, you know, a lot of people say, you know, Minnesota is overhyped. All these teams they got to still play. Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily overlook Minnesota, Penn State. Or excuse me, correction. PJ Fleck is doing a, a great job there. He just signed an extension, um, so you know he's he's building something there slowly but surely. And you know Minnesota's Minnesota's not a not a team that you can just go in and and have the mentality, oh, we're gonna kill them, you know. So they're definitely a team that uh, you you don't ever need to overlook as an opposing team or an opposing coach. So. The number five team in the nation, like I said, was Clemson. Uh, you know, Clemson came into the season the number, I think, the number one overall team in the country. They might have been number two. I can't remember exactly, but you know, Clemson is uh, Clemson's still good. You know, they're they're good offensively, defensively. You know, Travis Etienne, he's still good. Justin Ross is still good. Trevor Lawrence is is good. Uh, they they have a lot of of weapons on defense as well you know Clemson is not um is definitely not a team that you can just push to the side and say oh they're definitely not one of the top four best teams in the country this team is legit they're legit on on in all three phases of the football so but and, and if if I'm Clemson if I'm a Clemson player or a coach these rankings don't bother me and here's why here I'll tell you exactly why Penn State still has to play Ohio State, and LSU still has to play Alabama. And it's the first rankings. So, you know, and, and Clemson, Clemson, you know, kind of controls their own destiny. Uh, you know, I, I don't I don't I don't think that you know Clemson will uh will not make the playoff. You know, I, I think that depending on how how well these top four teams when they play each other, how well they do against each other will could possibly affect Clemson's final ranking, but I think if Clemson can go in and they can, you know, finish the season undefeated, go play in an ACC championship game and win that championship game, 
I think you'd have to put him in as undefeated in an ACC champion. Um, so the number six team in the nation is the Georgia Bulldogs. Georgia comes in with a 7-1 record. Uh, they have the number 18 strength of schedule nationally. Georgia, you know, they had that, that tough loss um, to South Carolina on the missed field goal. Um, by a kicker that's, you know, almost 100% accurate every time. Rodrigo Blankenship is a great kicker. I think it's Rodrigo Blankenship. I think he's still there. But, you know, and, and so Georgia, you know, was in, was definitely in need of a good win, a good comeback quality win. Uh, and, and they got it this past Saturday against Florida, so they're in control of the SEC East now, uh, which means that you know if things play out right, that they'll uh, that they could play you know for an SEC SEC title. Uh, so you know th- I think that win against Florida really helped Georgia with their ranking uh, and and kind of put them in the driver's seat. The number seven team coming in to this year, this first ranking is Oregon. Uh, Oregon is seven and one as well. They had the number nine strength of schedule in the nation. Uh, you know, Justin Herbert came, decided to come back his senior year. Uh, you know, and a lot of people believed, you know, this 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 kid had the potential to win the Heisman. Um, you know, but I I don't know, you know, if I'm completely and totally 100% set on Oregon making the the college football playoff just because you know I don't I don't have a whole lot of faith in that defense you know that offense when it's clicking it's clicking and and it's hard to beat but um you know that that uh that defense kind of worries me some uh, in some ways so uh, that that's why I'm not 100% set on them now. Do I think Oregon is still a good team? Absolutely. I still think that they're they they can win the Pac-12, and I still think that they're uh, they're great offensively. Um, but I, I I'm I'm not 100% dead set on them making the playoff. The number nine, or excuse me, the number 18 coming into this the ranking is Utah, which is comes in at seven and one. Uh, seven and one is. Uh, a pretty good record to have um, you know they they have the number 20 strength of schedule in the nation uh, you know that that loss to USC that only loss to USC hurt Utah in a big way uh, especially with Oregon going in and beating USC at USC uh, and I think that that's the biggest reason why Oregon is ranked above Utah uh, I definitely think that obviously Oregon and Utah are the two best teams in the Pac-12, so it'll be interesting to seeing how that plays out. The number nine team in the country is Oklahoma. Oklahoma is seven and one. They have the number 36 strength of schedule in the nation. Uh, Oklahoma, you know, Jalen Hurts came in to the season. The first couple of games of the season, Jalen Hurts was, was impressing everybody. Uh, you know, Jalen Hurts is uh, definitely, in my opinion, a very good quarterback. Uh, you know, he can beat you with his arm. He can beat you with his legs. He knows the game very well. Um, he's uh, he's definitely not a quarterback as a defensive player. If I was a defensive player that had to face him, that I would prefer to face just because there's so many different ways he can beat you. You know, he can beat you offensively and um, with his arm and with his leg. 
Uh, the one thing that I like so much about the Big 12 is there's no defense in the Big 12. So a lot of the, the Big 12 just try to outscore themselves. Uh, and, and, and I think that the Big 12 is one of the funnest conferences to watch because I like a lot of offense in a football game. So I like seeing a lot of points scored. And anytime two teams from the Big 12 play each other, you're going to get a lot of points, which makes it fun for me to watch. So the, the number 10 team coming into the college football playoff is Florida. Florida comes into the seat, the playoff with a record of seven and two. Uh, they're the number, they have the number four strength of schedule in the nation. Um, Florida just came off a loss against Georgia. Uh, you know, and Florida proved themselves very well. You know, Kyle Trask has come in as a backup and, and you know, done a very solid job for Felipe Franks. Um, you know, so I, Florida, you know, from, from where it was, um, you know, to where, what Dan Mullen is doing now with it compared to where it was, um, with the head coach there that was there before, um, you know, Jim McElwain, uh, you know, Florida is, Florida is definitely on the cusp of being a threat in the SEC, um, but I don't, I don't personally think now that they are capable of, you know, going in and competing in the top four to become one of the best teams in the to be to become a national champion. I just don't think that they're at that point yet. But that does not mean at all that they're not going to be one day and that they can't be one day. So, um, going looking looking back at all these top ten teams, um, you know, I, I definitely think that the committee did a good job at ranking these teams the way that they did. Uh, you know, if I if I had a if I had a favorite to win it uh, that I believe could win could win the whole thing or that I would prefer to win the whole thing, you know, I would I would have to say probably Ohio State. Um, they're the most. In my opinion, they're one of the most scary and dangerous teams in the country. Uh, I've seen them play a couple of times. Uh, they they can beat you in so many different ways, um, you know. And then uh, I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go as well with Clemson. Uh, you know, I, I I Clemson I wouldn't count out Clemson. You know, Dabo Sweeney is an excellent head coach. Um, he he's he's gonna have his players prepared week in and week out, and he's gonna expect nothing but perfection from them. And and Brent Venables is a is probably the best defensive coordinator in college football. He's gonna have his defense ready for anything that that comes their way, uh, you know. And Clemson's the reigning national champion, so I don't think that. You know, you can just count out Clemson um, because they're definitely coming, um, and they're and they're definitely going to be a uh, a force to be reckoned with. You know, they they don't play any more ranked opponents, um, so a lot of people give them backlash for that that they haven't really played anybody. Um, you know, that they uh, haven't played any real true competition. But hey, listen, you can only play teams in college football or any in any college sport that are willing to play you. So they, they, you know, they can't really control necessarily who they play. It's just a matter of who they go out to to ask to play, and then they agree to, to play them. So, you know, they, they can't really control that, and they can't really control what other teams do. All they can control is what they've done. So, um, but I, I, like I said, I'm definitely 
in agreement with who they put as the number one team in the nation, which is Ohio State. You know, I definitely think that they, just based on their resume, the teams that they played, the games that they won, uh, you know, and, and I definitely think that Ohio State is probably the best team in the nation. Um, I, I think that the top the top three have a have a very, very legitimate case of saying that they're the best team in the nation. But I think as of right now, Ohio State has kind of solidified that. So, <clears throat> yeah, that's my uh, kind of breakdown of the college football playoff rankings, number one. Uh, I look forward to getting another one out to you all as soon as I can. Um, preferably whenever the next ranking comes out, I will try and get one out to you all and kind of give you all my breakdown and my analysis of it. Thank you to everyone who tunes in and listens to it. Uh, and thank you for the feedback. It means a lot. And I look forward to speaking with you all again. Thank you and have a great day. We'll see you next time.